All right, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Rebel with a Cause. I am your host, Eric, and joining me this evening, the great, the wonderful Gen X. How's it going? Hi, good. Very well. How are you All right, so just for the listeners at home, she has never been on a podcast before, so she gets to do both audio and video for this one. So, <laughs> oh my, lucky. <laughs> so she gets the and in, her introducing uh, credits right there, and uh, already already smoking the uh, the devil's lettuce. So Oops. this will be this will be interesting, <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. No, I'm good. <clears throat> yeah, well, it's uh, oh, okay. I hear I hear. Glasses clanking around. What are we drinking tonight? Oh, water. Yeah. Uh, you know I'm an good. alcoholic. <laughs> I'm a bartender alcoholic. <laughs> uh, the good old dihydrogen monoxide. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, there was a considerable amount of uh, scotch and soda in the LSU tumbler tonight, but uh, there is no more. So. Go oh. Tigers. Yes, go Tigers. Spelled G-E-A-U-X. Absolutely, of course. Can't spell it wrong. <laughs> no, never. Okay, Jen, so you live all the way over there in Washington State, and I'm fairly certain that things have gotten a little crazy in the last, what is it, 18 months to you know, 15 days to flatten the curve and all that? <laughs> wow, has it really been that long? Oh, something like that. It's been, it's been too damn long. I know it went over 500 days uh, oh a couple God. days ago, so it yeah. is a bummer. I don't know. It's wild because for the longest time, I didn't really know that COVID like, started in King County here. Yeah. And it was treated in Everett, which is just like, you know, two towns over kind of thing. Yeah. Um, You know, I mean, and I had no idea of that until, God, maybe six months ago, you know. So I'm sitting here and I've I've been very paranoid that I'm like a a symptomatic, an asymptomatic spreader. Oh, nice. (laughs) Because I came from here. I went to New York City and then I fleed New York City. I was there for about two weeks. You went to the two worst possible places. Yes. And then I fleed there like literally days before the lockdown. It's like I went into the airport and it was a ghost town. I never seen anything like it in my life. And, you know, so um, I sometimes might have a a stream of thought (laughs) because I'm a stoner. So I just need to take a pause and remember where I'm at because I started telling you a story that I've, oh, so, yeah, I think I'm a spreader because I've had the swine flu, H1N1. I mean, I've actually yeah. been diagnosed with it. So I think I'm like <laughs> some kind of super spreader who went from here to New York, back here. You know, I was even just, in Disneyland like in December, you know, like who knows? Oh, so. nice. Just, just breathing and coughing on <laughs> I've everybody. I've been all over the place and I've never worn a mask, you know, so I'm like, eh, yeah. Yeah. I identify I, I get- as vaccinated now, which I love and I think is totally, you know, reasonable <laughs> in the current climate of things. Yeah, I mean, let's just use that postmodern junk all all the way through. So, I mean, absolutely. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't I, I feel I, bad about it. So, yeah, I think I was like one of those special cases because uh, in December of 2019, I was in Dallas. I think I got it then. So, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, I don't know, guys. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to catch it again. This is uh, kind of silly. And this whole time, I I, I might have had like one little sinus infection that put me out of work for like a couple of days, and then I was like, okay, well, this is stupid. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't know, you know, I mean, it is, yeah, I'm halfway caught between it's something that's real and something that isn't real. I know. See, I don't, I don't want to get on my weird conspiracy theories because then people think I'm crazy. Let's oh, smoke on. weed and see what happens. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. Before the end of it, we'll uh, have you put on your monogram tinfoil hat, you know, just to get everything yes, going, I make sure the waves it. don't penetrate. 
And then I'll be yeah. singing Weird Al Foil. And then you guys all know what a dwarf I am, too. So. <laughs> Don't want to catch you white and nerdy? <laughs> oh, my God. I love it so much. And I've seen him four times, you know, and every single time he's done white and nerdy. And he comes out on that segue. It's all Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he was like uh, one of the OG's uh, parody accounts, and uh, I remember back in the '80s, I was like, I was like, oh, oh, great! So uh, Michael Jackson's bad is about to come on MTV. This is going to be great. And then all of a sudden, you know, Weird Al turns around, and I was like, um, that's not Michael. <laughs> I used to love how that would happen on MTV because you go, oh my god, this is fucking Madonna. No, you know, and then all of a sudden, you turn around and fucking Weird Al would be standing there, and you're like, oh shit. It's weird out. And then I'd be happy still, but you know. All right. So this one from yeah. Whipspoon monogramming, it breaks the foil protection. Oh yes. You're correct. Uh, the, the waves will get through. If you monogram it, you might put a little, little hole in it. <laughs> ah, I never would. I never would so. Yeah. So that's a uh, sage advice there from Whipspoon. Yeah. So I understand <laughs> you might damage it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. But, so, yeah, yeah. We, oh, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. No, I, I figure we're going to be stepping on each other. It, it's going to be okay. I, yeah. I figure this is kind of like your junior high dance and I'm trying to like lead you, but I don't exactly know what the hell I'm doing. So, you know, my big size 13s are jumping all over your shins and it's going to be great. I never went to a junior high dance. I was supposed to go to one and, and we dressed up as hippies because it was like a costume contest, uh, costume party, but we never made it. We just ended up getting high and walking the other way and then home <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, I mean, who cares, you know? It's, yeah. I went to Don't one dance. Kids. Yeah, I went to one dance in, in high school and uh, I was in the ninth grade at the time. And I remember we got stoned with my buddies and uh, we showed up and, you know, I was with like all the headbangers and everything. And so they were not playing any of our music. So it was our then, you know, it was our duty then to uh, just piss everybody off. So we started a mosh pit to uh, Brooks and Dunn. <laughs> <laughs> Fun. Yeah, and then we got summarily uh, kicked out of there, and we continued to smoke weed under the bleachers at the uh, football field, so it was all good. <laughs> yeah, that, that's pretty much most of my memories from those days, unless I was being kicked out. I was kicked out of, like, four different high school scenarios, <laughs> you know, until finally they gave up, and they were like, do you want to get a GED? I was like, this is possible? Are you sure? <laughs> you mean like, I don't cool. have to be here, and I get the equivalent of being here? Yes, exactly. that's that's correct. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was like a, it was one of those things when I figured out what a GED was, and I'm like sitting in Fort Benning, Georgia. <laughs> you know, it was like, oh, what does GED stand for? And then one guy's like, graduation equivalence to degree. I was like, really? It was like equivalent. I didn't have to go to high school. I was like, yeah, but I mean, they make you take a bunch of tests. I was like, well, shit. <laughs> I test really well. I just don't do, don't like doing homework. That was all that that, that was my uh, high school right there. I was pretty pissed off because my dad and I went through a lot of shit. You know what I mean? Like, mm. he really tried to reel me in, like, sending me to school with papers that he wanted initials from each teacher after every subject because I was just ditching and I was just really terrible. Like, oh, wow. I refused to go. And um, so he really tried hard. and It was constant battles. And it was like I was constantly looking at the phone because I'll never forget, like, one Saturday you know, the phone rang and I knew that I had fucked up a lot lately. And I'm like, there's yeah. no way they're freaking calling my dad. And we had, I remember we had like a mirror that sat in this thin living room, like a um, hallway situation. And he yeah. picked up the phone and he looked at me through the mirror and I thought, fuck, they're on the phone. And they were, they were <laughs> like, she is so bad that we're going to kick her out. So you need to come <laughs> and 
you know, and it was one of the many times that he went and, you know, campaigned for me and talked me out of something. But then I just fucked up anyway because <laughs> I tended to do that with stupid shit like fucking high school, you know. Yeah. But I ended yeah. up getting my GED and then taking several college courses for years and never finishing anything, you know, the way that you do. <laughs> Yeah, so that's uh, high school for me. I mean, it was just kind of like a blur. I didn't really care too much. Uh, it was like a C average student and then went to the army almost immediately after. Wow. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was like three days after my graduation. And uh, it was like, next thing you know, it was like on a plane to uh, to Fort Benning in Georgia. Wow. Which was, yeah. That one was no fun because you get to the Atlanta airport at like a, one o'clock in the morning and then they bus you down to Columbus, Georgia, where Fort Benning is at. And that takes all fucking night. So by the time we got there in the morning, it's like three o'clock. And it was like, all right, we're going to rush you in there, get you some eggs in you. And then you got to go to bed. I was, I was like, what the hell is this? You're like, what's happening to me here? <laughs> I've been to the Atlanta airport once and it was a wonderful experience because it was right during the period of time when they were really like um, banning cigarettes from everywhere. You know I mean? Because I'm from uh, Las Vegas. So McCarran not, airport. Not the Atlanta airport. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, I was like in fucking hog heaven because I still smoked. So, I mean, so even in Vegas at that time, they were kind of like, well, we're going to get rid of the smoking rooms and they kind of start to disappear and shit, you know, because, you know, New York goes, then California goes, then Nevada kind of follows suit. And yeah. I, I don't know exactly where Washington falls in that. I mean, Washington is kind of weird. Some things they've done first, some things yeah. they'll do after. Like, I fully expect them to do the vaccination indoors thing, you know. Yeah anytime like after we're having like some elections you know uh like we just did you know and so yeah so i think we're gonna see it pretty soon now that all that's over but um <clears throat> yeah i i don't know what i was saying it, it wasn't really that important it was, <laughs> <laughs> i think i wrapped it up because i said what was going on in washington which i don't trust him but yeah um, i mean nor should you i mean <laughs> yeah I it's like well, we we kind of started with the Atlanta airport no, with the no smoking, and I think at one point uh, I was through there, and they had like a fishbowl for like the smoking section, and it was just kind of sad looking in there. <laughs> I know, but they still had it, and I said, "Are you kidding me?" That that's what it was. I said I couldn't believe I was on my way to New Jersey. I couldn't believe that I could still go inside somewhere <laughs> and smoke a cigarette, and yeah. you know, it was stuffed with people. Just oh yeah smoking and i'm like this is a fucking smoker's dream and i i still i miss smoking so much i'm one of those people that when i smell it i like seek it out and then i compliment someone on no oh, yeah, their, yeah. Like, rebellion by still smoking but you know how delicious it smells and how lucky they are I'm like, yeah I'm I, rock, I, dude. I i quit smoking in uh 2008 like cigarettes and everything but every now and then i'll get like one of those weird cravings i'll just be like on the drive home and it's like i could stop and get a pack of marlboros i mean there's Isn't nothing weird. I'm an adult. I can do this. <laughs> it doesn't matter how many years you haven't smoked either. It will, you know, it, yeah. mine, I, I stopped in 2018. So definitely, you know, 10 years, I smoked 10 years longer than you, but still <laughs> you get that. It doesn't matter. You just get that moment where you're like, fuck, I could go for a cigarette and I can get one, you know, America. <laughs> Yeah, it was like uh, I went to go see the uh, the movie Joker in the theater, and and during the whole whole time, Arthur Fleck is just like lighting up the whole, whole time. I was like, I'm gonna have a problem with this movie because now I want to smoke. <laughs> I get it. I yeah. so get it. Sometimes you you really get that exceptionally strong, and you're like, yeah. it's hard <laughs> to deal with. But then I smoke weed, and so I still get that oral satisfaction, and I you know, it's kind of the same. So, 
a little bit of the same. We just get a little bit extra from that. That's true. That's true. Yeah. It's nice that it's legal, though. I mean, it's it's weird for me not to have like my weed man because I have the same guy, you know, who's <laughs> one of my dear friends because you know, right. I mean, we were together for twenty years, you know, and so it's weird to go into a store. Yeah, you know, yeah, and just, just buy it from a store. Oh yeah, like, I mean, you know, it's you like I can use country. a credit card for this. No, it's, you have to use cash. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's that's still right. cash. Yeah. They, they still do that bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's federally illegal, so we don't can't have you know a bank account associated with this. I was like, <sighs> oh, and the taxes are just oh, out I'm, of control. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. You know, they got to legalize it and then tax the shit out of it. I was like, yeah, you know, now you're going to create a black market where people are just going to go back to their weed guy because it's going to be a hell of a lot cheaper. It's you know I I don't know what the prices were here because I've never you know what I mean I never lived here when it wasn't legal. Yeah. So I don't know what the difference is. I know for me, the difference is that it's less because, I mean, I, I smoke a lot of weed and I always have. So, I mean, I, I used to spend a lot of money on it in, you know, <laughs> illegally in Las Vegas. So, you know, it's kind of less for me here. But Yeah. 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 Uh I was a child in the in the Reno, Nevada, and we would spend our summers down in Las Vegas, and people would just smoke it on the street. And that was in the 1980s. Like the Vegas cops didn't really care too much. Wow. <laughs> yeah. See, nobody cares here. I mean, it's kind of like you'll get looks in the daytime if you're on oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seattle smoking a joint, but if you do it at nighttime, absolutely no one will look at you. Yeah. Nobody gives a shit. And um, just in general, I mean, even the other day I was in Georgetown, which is the oldest neighborhood in Seattle, which they're trying to gentrify, yeah. which they can't really, they're having a difficult time, you know, um, it's taken a long time to do it. Yeah. And, you they know, can go gentrify uh, Fremont and take that stupid troll up from underneath the bridge. Hey, that troll is never going anywhere. And you know what? That's something that has some kind of character that is not dependent on some stupid ass bullshit. I, I like him because at least he's art. Yes. Yeah. It's like some of this shit around here is retarded. Oh my God. I use the R word. I'm going to be in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) You said the R word. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's fine. Like, like I was telling you before we went on, I mean, the FCC is not hiding around in a bush. So if you want to say piss, shit, fuck, cunt. I don't care about that. I don't don't want the R word to be like that. Yeah. Oh shit. Because people actually say it like the R word now, you know, like, oh fuck. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, oh, wow. you can say retarded if you want to. I don't. No, care. but yeah, you well. said it now, so that takes some of the heat off. So we're good. It's, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the only, I guess, the really the only thing I have too much cared about, I, I guess, is the uh, the V word that involves a needle in certain substances. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Talking about the poke. Yep. <laughs> oh. Yeah. yeah. Definitely don't want to talk about the poke. I don't want to talk about it either. Kale rocks here. Know. Cunt is a British thing. It sure is, mate. <laughs> I love cunt. I think it's a great word, and it really disturbs people. And I know that, that especially Americans, because we're not Brits we're not used to hearing Americans. that. <laughs> it's like so salting on the senses. <laughs> no, one of my good friends here is from Australia, and cunt just rolls off the tip of their tongue. It mean, literally means nothing to them. The way they say fuck is that it flows like. You know what I mean? Just drips like molasses yeah. from them. Just fuck, fuck, oh, yeah. cunt, cunt. They don't even care. It just means nothing to them. But Americans find it so disturbing and upsetting. And I yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> because it's a good word, too. Like, if you really emphasize it, you know, she's such a fucking cunt. You know, she yes. just really hit it. 
Yeah. yeah, it's it was a it was a little bit of a stretch after I got out of the out of the army and coming back into regular life. Oh, and, uh, God, I can imagine. It, yeah, the way that we like describe things, like fucking is always in there. It's like, well, you know, it's like fucking the stupid fucking thing in the fucking and people looking. It's like, it's like, are you okay? You have Tourette's or something? I was like, no, no, I was I was in the service, and then they're like, oh, thank you for your service. <laughs> Sorry, um, Uncle Sam put a rifle in my hand, and you know this is our only way of getting even. It's just cussing at each other. <laughs> did you ever see any live combat? No, I was uh, I was only in for about six months. I got a uh, I got a hernia while I was in uh, jump school, and they said, uh, "Yeah, you gotta you gotta go." <laughs> You're lucky, damn. Yeah, that was uh, 1998. Hmm. So r right before all of the troubles began. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. My my only life. experience with the with the terrorism was uh, Bin Laden had bombed the Kobar Towers in Kenya in 1998, and then Fort Benning went on full lockdown. So that was kind of fun, you know, running around in the morning, and then all of a sudden the MPs were everywhere checking our IDs, and it was like, I'm I'm a trainee over here. Come on, guy, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Totally. But yeah. So yeah, after about six months, I got out, and I was like, uh, yeah, okay, great, which was. Kind of fortuitous, but I don't know if I've told this story before, but uh, one of the uh, training exercises that we were doing was how to take prisoners. And uh, so one of the drill sergeants thought he was just going to be a comedian and say, okay, now this group, I want you to scream, I'm an American and I have rights. And uh, my hand shot up, uh, drill sergeant, when would we ever be taking American prisoners? And he goes, you remember that shit in LA a few years ago referring to the 93 riots? And he goes, one day they'll beg for us to be there. And I was like, oh, okay. So he was very serious about it. Yeah. <laughs> they are so fucking evil, man. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. There, there's some guys that have just been in it so long they get institutionalized by it. So yeah. it's kind of like the same with the prisoner who's been in prison for 20 years and they Doesn't don't know how to adjust them. to. Yeah. They're just like, it's just a part of life. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. You know, it just is what it is. Yeah. It is. It is. So, yeah. But, anyways. So other than the uh, the the weird shit happening over there in Washington State, what else what else have you been up to? Not much, you know. Um, I hadn't told anybody that um, half of like or part of why I kind of like disappeared from Twitter and had like a whole COVID kind of reset was that I lost my cat of like thirteen years. Like, yeah, that, that's a family know. member right there. Yeah, and it was really upsetting, and I could barely, like, get over it. You know, I just couldn't handle it. I didn't get another animal. It was, like, my last animal. You know, I had a bunch of seniors, and they kind of, like, you know, I had brought some, you know, I would brought what was left of, you know, I had a big group of seniors, and then they started kind of dying off in Las Vegas before I left, and then the ones yeah. that I brought all kind of went, you know. It was just really sad, and this one was, we were kind of like feeling our oats. She was going outside and everything was fun and nice, you know, because I could focus on her. And then all of a sudden one day she was gone and she never came back. And through some like twist of events and just me being a stubborn asshole and, you know, keeping up like a Craig, a Craigslist and a Facebook and all this stuff. Yeah. Some crazy woman from Facebook, like got in touch with me one day out of nowhere and sent me like three emails in a row. Like, is this your cat? I think I found her. And, <laughs> Blah, blah, blah. And she told me something that I found very interesting, too, which we could talk about. Um, <laughs> and it, that basically that she said, well, she's in Vancouver. And I think that she might have followed the Washington chain of basically. Um, oh, well, we're Washington State. We don't we're no kill. 
We don't yeah. kill animals. And what they do is they move the undesirables down the state until yeah. they ship them to California. Who kills them? Where that, yeah, who kills them? Yeah. Yeah. So it's all bullshit. <clears throat> the same old shit where, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, we do it. But, yeah, we they give them a little bit more time than California does. But it's not really no kill. They do. Yeah move them down yeah. the state and then they completely skip them past Oregon or trying there or anything either. They just skip them right to California. And so this woman got me all worked up and the cat is really similar physically to my cat yeah. at this point. And I'm like, Oh, fuck. But you can tell it's just not the same one. <laughs> well, this is the part that's so stupid. She gets me all worked up, you know, and all this drama happens and I call the place that she's at and don't hurt this cat. I'm coming to get her tomorrow. It's three hours away in Vancouver, Washington. Yeah. You know, and because she has me convinced that they're going to move her down the state tomorrow and it's my cat. And finally, I'm able to take a breath from everything. And I fucking send a picture to my ex-boyfriend I was with for 10 years. I just broke up with in 2019. And I say, Justin, is this Carol? And he goes, no. (laughs) Are you kidding me? And he goes, Jennifer, you know, I mean, clearly. It's not her. And I said, I know you're right, but I just wanted it to be her so bad. And this fucking crazy lady got me all worked up. And I said, you know what? I think because of all this happened, because I mean, it was like weird too, Eric. Like I had her fixed, but she wasn't microchipped. And this cat was fixed, but not microchipped. Yeah. She was the same age. You know what I mean? Like over 10, around 13. You know what I mean? She was the right age range, you know, right color, everything. And, and I was like, you know, I still have to meet this cat unless she's absolutely unbearable. Then yeah. I'm going to take her home. So I did. So now I have a new cat. She's a twin <laughs> of my old cat. <laughs> so it's like weird. You know, my, my, my ex-boyfriend was like, are you, are you sure you can handle this? Because she's going to look like the other one. And I'll be honest, I've called her Carol a couple times, but she don't give a shit. <laughs> Yeah, She's that's happy as hell. To, to a like, cat, it doesn't really matter what you call them. Yeah, and they told me that she was like going to be like a, you know, not going to hang out, that she was going to be on her own. This cat sits on, like, if I sit down, like, she, right now, she's like, when are you going to be done? Yeah, it's like, can you I jump down, in your left now? Drag race or what? <laughs> it's really cute. So, I, so I'm excited because it's kind of like me again. You know, I've had a cat my entire life. My mom loves to tell the story that a cat followed me home. She found yeah. a stray cat the same day she came home with me and she kept her bad girl. You know, <laughs> she used to sleep with me. So, and I had her until I was 12. Yeah. So, but so yeah, I've, always, I've always been the, uh, the, the cat whisperer. I, I know how to talk to cats. So it's, uh, it was really funny because, uh, yeah, we got ginger and my, it's supposed to be my son's cat. And I told my son, I was like, now just be prepared. This cat is going to love me. And he's like, no, she's not. She is my cat. And I was like, okay. And then I like the, within like, 20 minutes of me being around the cat's jumping up in my lap laying down and he looks over at me and i just i just kind of go to him a little bit i go cat whisperer and keep the cat and he was like "Mm." that's funny and true i i mean because that's how it works yep yeah i've had uh several uh, we have an outside cat that just kind of hangs out and eats all the rats out in the yard and uh even he was up on the porch and most of the time he'll hiss at us and run away <laughs> so there was one morning I was letting the dogs out and the dogs had ran around the side of the yard and then you know here comes a garage cat jumping up on the porch meowing at me. I was like uh, yeah you've had food today cuz I see the uh, mouse blood on your face. <laughs> I fucking love that. I mean I miss that so bad about a cat too is that they're literally every moment of the day when they look at food like right now this cat is looking at me like I'm going to die if you don't give me some food right now like how 
dare you? How there dare you? Barely any food here, and the bowl is full. You know what yeah. I mean? And like, she's but, like, but oh, they work out that little food. that little hole in the middle, and then all of a sudden, it's like, oh no, it's a bottomless pit. She's like, ah, I'm starving. She's one of those memes where the cat's like, ah, you know, because they're just so hungry. Ah. Yeah, it's. That's really funny with Ginger. She'll do that same stuff. She'll work like down a little hole in the middle of the bowl and he'll start turning around meowing at me and I'll, I'll pick up the bowl and shake it. And <laughs> it's like, there you go. It's like magic. I put more food in there. <laughs> yep. And all of a sudden then they're happy. Like, okay, we have more food. It's kind of like the same concept where they just hide their head. Yeah. And their body's sticking out. They're like, oh, I'm totally. I'm, I'm hidden. I'm hidden. They, they can't see it. me. They can't see my eyes. They can't see me. <laughs> yeah. So their whole body's just sticking out or something. It's hilarious. You know, I mean, that's such a cat. <laughs> yeah. So the other day I got a little uh, side sprayer for my uh, kitchen sink and I like unfolded the box and like set it down on the table. She, she jumped right into that little box and like was trying to figure out how she was going to lay in it. And I was like, cat, you're like way too big for this. It's just not going to work. So she just ended up like laying across it. <laughs> God bless them. They are so fun. I mean, I, I just yeah. love them. And I, I really didn't realize how much I missed having a cat. You oh, know? yeah. And they're so yeah. important. Like for somebody, you know, just to have an animal around. So. Yep. Uh, one thing, they don't talk back when you're uh, venting to them. <laughs> and they're, they're going to love you no matter what. doesn't really matter what it is. That's so. true. Unless you don't put food in the bowl or give them wet food. That's why this one right now is like, <laughs> eh, eh. <laughs> Is there's their food there? It's, like, yes. not, it's, not, it's not enough. Not enough. It's like, excuse me, human, my water is above 72 degrees. Oh my gosh, you know, I cleaned her fountain today. Are you kidding me? She better be happy. <laughs> oh my gosh, she's got a fountain and not just like a bowl. Of I'm course she has a fountain, it. you know. I fucking, that's, that's partly why I attribute my um, my animals to living so long. <laughs> because they've always had water fountains, so they drink a lot of water. Oh yes. Yeah, and then my uh, my two dogs they uh, will so I've, sometimes we'll catch them up there in the cat bowl and I uh, have to like shoo them down. I was like, we put this up here to keep it away from you two. Get off of there! So, gotta love the puppy dogs. Oh yeah, me too. I've got <laughs> two. I haven't had. I had two of my own, and they've been gone for since early. No, I'm sorry, since July 2019. Now. But yeah, I, I haven't been able to get my own dog since then. But I have my parents who I'm really, I'm really close with, and I watch them all the time. You know. Yeah. I love them so. It's really fun. Um, was I under the mistake that you used to do a whole bunch of writing, like you would write articles and stuff? Did I miss something? Um, or am I, am I confusing you with somebody else? Uh, maybe. I mean, I I worked for a construction paper in Las Vegas and wrote some articles for some. Ah, I gotcha. You know, so I knew a little bit about that industry, but th that's not much. <laughs> it's not interesting. I always not had a blog, of course, because yeah, somebody like me, you need some kind of outlet. Got to get something off your chest. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I looked it up on Google. I was like, holy fuck, I haven't contributed contributed to this thing since like 2010. You know, <laughs> and I haven't looked at it for years and it's still there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's on the internet, it's there shit. forever. <laughs> Yeah, I recently did that with my uh, Substack. I like started it so I can uh, get like all of my little stupid little sci-fi stories out there. <laughs> and then I was like sitting there looking. I was like, "Oh, the last time I posted anything on here was in May. I think I need to. <laughs> I think I need to write some more." Now, Gen how... X over there with the uh, one toke over the line. So she's now coughing, and 
Okay. I just needed to see how I'm muted if I cough too much. Like if I'm going to go crazy. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> cool. So, yeah, I mean, pretty much, you know, Washington State is the same. It's like, you know, it's full of useful idiots, which is really, you know, and the, the part that sucks is that most liberals are, you know, it's their heart. Their heart is good. They just. Yeah, that's, yeah as I've they don't often understand said. What they're yeah. kind of like for and what they're part of their, you know, every every move they make, like what they're what they're doing. Yeah, you know? I, I've. I've said it a ton. It's like everybody's good intentions have been stolen from them. Yeah. And you, you know, they have this, this good idea to like help people out and everything, but it's just the way that they want to do it is just, it's not going to work out. Totally. hundred <laughs> percent. I'm sorry. Yeah. I know I do smoke a lot. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's a byproduct of anybody that's with me. My friend can't stand it. I mean, now, you know, he's always like, do you always have to smoke everything? Cause you know, Anytime we go anywhere, I mean, I just, I, I'm terrible. I, I don't know how I, I, I relish it. Like, I mean, the day that, that a cop pulls me over because my mom calls my car the pop mobile. I mean, it doesn't stop her from like wanting to go for a Sunday drive. Right. Of course. <laughs> it gets toned, but you know. It's like all the like, all of a sudden she's a little bit in a better mood by the time oh, she gets totally, done with that ride. She loves it. <laughs> Only one time was she like, "Oh shit, I'm so I'm I'm obliterated. I can't. That's bad. That's too high." <laughs> but you know, I'm from other... Minnesota. What? No, no, that's just me being. You know. Oh, I'm... knock me over with a wet spoon. I'm so high. Oh gosh, no, no. Oh sure, no. Oh sure. No sure, no, no. No, my mom is fucking from East LA. I mean, she's a Mexican from East LA, so. But she doesn't talk like this, man. I mean, so. <laughs> it's not living the stereotype. Gotta love it. <laughs> exactly. So, but yeah, I mean, what was the, I mean, one of the first things that you and I connected about was the vape story, which I hated. Yep. And fucking yeah. Inslee, such an idiot. You know, I mean, my brother has met him twice. You know, my brother is, you know, um, I'm like, I don't want to say anything about me. <laughs> but, so he's met him twice. and he's Without kicking him in the balls. As a doofus. I mean, that those two were, the, that word, I'm like, that is such a stupid word to describe a human being, especially the governor. But that's what he said. And I'm like, okay. And, um, but he is really quite the piece of work. What were we talking about? Oh, the vape. Oh yeah, my the vape. God. Yeah. So the people that I used to buy cigarettes from again, so this is 2018 when you and I first meet. Yes. You know, and I think you were doing like a, one of the first podcasts I ever listened to. It was yours. Yeah. That I was uh, probably with me and uh, Joel fish from Evaporine. Cause he was running that vape shop in uh, Oregon and uh, they were, yeah, they wanted to make him start sticking the stupid, uh, you know, this thing contains nicotine labels and uh, shutting down like the flavors and everything else. And that was like the thing that he specialized was the, uh, was the weird kooky flavors to the vapes. So. Yes. And so it was going to totally affect his business. Yep. And I, that was the first time. I mean, one of the first times we connected because I had said to you that I, where I bought cigarettes uh, the woman was, you know, she had to throw away basically all of her inventory, so all of her jewel and so all dumb. of her vape inventory. She had to throw away, and she was very pissed off. I mean, she oh, I can imagine. Yeah, and I mean, it, you know, I mean, it was shelves of shit that was missing. Yeah. and then I was in like the shell station near my house, and 
the people there, he was upset. Sean, um, a Korean family, he was really upset because it had cost them a lot of money, you know, and it was all gone. I mean, just yeah. taken away. And while I was there, we were talking about it. A girl came in with her mom and she was really thin and gaunt. So she had something going on, either medical yeah. or she was an addict and recovering or, you know what I mean? She had something going on and she was in tears because they had come from South and they were going as far North as they could. You know I mean? They were going to yeah. go even further North to try to find vapes because that's what she smoked and that's what she needed. Yeah. So she was crying and, it, and he was like, I wish, you know, I wish I would have sold you everything, you know, Yeah. But the fucking governor's an asshole. And I mean, that just is, is what it is. So, I mean, and that's exactly how COVID was too. And, you know, I said that on Twitter, you know, of course, nobody, nobody even liked it, <laughs> you know, because he did, he did a grand fucking reopening tour, you know, and there's a like, grand you know, reopening tour. Yeah. Like, motherfucker, you're the one who shut everybody down. <laughs> exactly. So he went around doing? and of course, you know, took some photos so had those, you know, opportune moments. Oh, we're we're open. We're reopening Washington. Oh, look, you know, the arena is done. The fucking, I mean, shit in Seattle is so stupid. It, I I swear to God, I think it's called recycling and you know, climate. It's called climate change. Yes, <laughs> it's terrible. What are they thinking? They're so stupid. Yeah, the few times I've ever been to Seattle, it's always like a, a good reminder of why I don't stay there very long. <laughs> I'm lucky I do live north. So, you know, I, I live north just a tiny bit. I mean, it's still considered Seattle. It's so close. But, yeah, you know, I don't live in like what downtown, you know, Capitol yeah. Hill, what people consider, you know, yeah. real Seattle. Pioneer Square and all that. Yeah, exactly. Pioneer Square, Pike Place, Olive Way. No, I don't live there. Thank yeah. God. Yeah. Fuck that. I mean, God, yeah, like God. the whole story of Seattle. If everybody has got a little bug and they want to learn some history about it, it was like, I was like, oh, well, look, you know, there's this little island out here in the middle of the sound, and the Indians aren't down there. They'll leave us alone. I was like, yeah, guys, pay attention. The Indians are way up on the cliff, you know, because there's a little something that happens every day at about seven o'clock at night. It's called high tide. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, this is what you want to build your city on top of. Not only that, this is the this is the city I believe is based like um, I don't know. I mean, there's that episode of The Simpsons like where you two is a guest. It's the 200th episode. They bury all the garbage yeah. underneath the city, and then it comes up. And yeah, Seattle is like that. Like it's like built like it's built on. It's like a sinkhole. Yeah, it's waiting for whatever is going to be the cat. You know, that's going <laughs> to. That's going to project this forward and it's just going to happen. And then that's yeah. Gonna be it. So yeah, um, when you go I to see yeah, when you go to Seattle, you can actually take what they call the, uh, the underground tour, but really it's just like the first, uh, first story of all the buildings Yeah. because they decided to build the streets up about, I think it was like 12 feet higher. So they wouldn't flood anymore during high tide. And, uh, so what used to happen was, well, the stores were like, well, we're not moving our first floor up a floor just to make you happy. So people would uh, go outside climb a ladder to cross the street, climb down another ladder to go inside the store. And then they decided to put a sidewalk over the top of it. So then it became the underground. <laughs> yeah. Like it I said, Seattle is just all kinds of silly. <laughs> <coughs> it's stupid. <coughs> so, I mean, it's beautiful. It's, it's kind of, 
it's a shame because Washington state is exactly like California. It, it's, it's truly one of the most beautiful places in the world, yeah. not just in our country, but it's ruined by its liberal bullshit. Yeah. Ruined by it, idiots. I mean, it's just stupid. So we've, I mean, we've got to come over there and stick bubble gum on a wall along with 40,000 other people. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, I, I have never even seen the bubblegum wall. I've only seen the troll from a car. I mean, it's so funny, like how little I've really experienced of um, Seattle proper. You oh, know, yeah. I just went to Gasworks for the first time ever, maybe three months ago. You know, I mean, and that's that's a huge Seattle thing, you know, and from, you know. Well, that and the guys that tossed the fish back and forth at Pike's Place, so. I've been there, you know, I've been there in um, 2017, but never yeah. again, because, you know, fuck. Like, I mean, you've seen it fuck. once, it's dudes throwing fish at each other. Gives me, a, <laughs> you know, give me a fucking break. I mean, it's all good, you know, but it's kind of like living in Las Vegas, people, well, when you go to the Strip, motherfucker, I don't go to the Strip, I ain't been there since 2006. Yeah, you, you stay know, away from Unless there. I go to a show, and I know exactly where to park, where to get in, get out, and be done. I don't fucking hang yeah. out at the Strip. Fuck that. That was one thing about Las Vegas. I kind of was ballsy the last time that I visited because it was the first time that I had ever visited in, you know, I mean, years. I lived there for 10 years, almost 10 years with my ex-boyfriend, you know. Um, I I smoked weed, like, a lot, you know, I mean, kind of <laughs> like how I do here, like, in the car. And it was pretty scary because there's a lot of cops in Vegas, yeah, you know what I mean, and I remember thinking that at the time, like, holy shit, there's so many cops here. You've got to be yeah, smart. Yeah, LVP, LVPD uh, Metro is uh, it's like their own little. Uh, for is pretty fucking scary. That's what I'm saying. Is that they yeah. will fucking? I mean, Seattle. I might be able to talk my way out of shit because I, you know, I have proof. I mean, I've never done anything. I've lived here for years and smoked weed while I've tripped, yeah. and nothing's ever happened. But in Las Vegas, I mean, they're they're fucking dicks, and I, they killed somebody I knew. Like, nah. you know, I mean, they just, because that's who they were, you know? Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> they always, they also did shit that they would not report, you know, it would oh, not yeah, be yeah, in yeah. the newspaper, not be on the news. I mean, in my parents' neighborhood one time, all of a sudden there were three cops at a house. Like it was a, it was a court that was across the street. Yeah. So at the end of that court there were three cop cars all of a sudden and it was like, Oh shit. Okay. And my aunt had come. Somebody's getting raided. It was getting, no, it wasn't getting raided. Something happened. Some kind of standoff because a cop showed up, pulled up in front of my parents' house and pulled out guns. Uh, you know, it was like, you should go inside. It was like, what the hell's going on? I don't know. Still don't know to this day. It wasn't reported <laughs> on anything. There was no news. It, it was like, it was a big event, Eric. It was ridiculous. Yeah. You know, it was like, okay. Yeah, you would think a whole bunch of squad cars pull up and all the cops are pulling their uh, their sidearms. Yeah, you would think that some... Are you kidding, Eric? He pulled a giant gun out of the back seat, out of the um, trunk. Oh, he got the, the shotgun or the AR-15 out? Yeah. Yeah, out of the trunk. It was yeah. Trunk. So. Yeah, where have I heard those good old boy tactics from? Yeah, just, a, just about every other police department. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> military <laughs> yeah <coughs> yeah down here in the down here in the south you definitely couldn't get away with uh smoking uh dried plant matter <laughs> too much i've heard that i'm so i've been so naive about it and then something happened to someone i'm close with um yeah when we were driving to new york from here in ohio 
it had oh, yeah. nothing to do with them. They were driving someone else's vehicle and a dog sniffed for weed and it was like <laughs> serious. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they put him in like a little, you know, cage in the cop car thing. I mean, it was, it was scary, <laughs> but um, they were able to prove that it wasn't them. Luckily, yeah. because it was like a shared vehicle situation, but still it was like, Oh my God, if I had been, doing what I thought I was going to do the year of COVID. I thought I was going to take a road trip. You know that. I thought I was yeah. going to go across and come to the South. I was going to come to Childerberg. Why not? I'm like, you know, what the sure. I'm going to drive. Oh, you would have had a blast at Childerberg. Uh, oh, I'm no. telling you right now, you would have had a blast. Especially the second one, because uh, there was there was a lot of grass being smoked. <laughs> oh, you know I love it. Yeah. yeah. And there was, a, there was also mushrooms being taken and everything else. So oh. It was pretty bizarre. <laughs> oh, I love it. I'm scared though. I've never done shrooms. I'm dying to do them. I'm going to do them with my friend. I've got yeah. a couple of 25 year old friends here who are really sweet that I trust. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely make sure that you trust them and that oh, they're I love chill. Them. They're, they're yeah. <laughs> they're totally chill. They're, 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 I love them. They're, uh, I call them a plant girl and a rock guy. Like, so, you know what I mean? They're not on TikTok. Like, that's why we're friends. You know, like they're just, they're above their shots fired. Their I'm on TikTok. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Why? Now, I mean, you know, sometimes when I see some of the TikToks that people hey, find, I'm like, one of these clips it. is going to end up there and it might just be this one. So, oh my God, why? Why would on any of our clips be on TikTok? Because you put it there? Yeah, because I put it there. Why? Because oh. I don't know. I don't put me on fucking TikTok. I don't like, you know, I don't know. That's the clip. I get paranoid. Eric, I, that's when, the clip right there that's going on on TikTok. I didn't even tell you on. <laughs> I didn't tell you on cat. I mean, I told you a little bit when we were here before we were live. Yeah. About the fucking Fed following me home from Vancouver. It was when I was bringing <laughs> home the cat. Motherfuckers. They you were you were sneaking something home. in the cat. Had to be. <laughs> they better not. I that, <clears throat> that was why I didn't let him microchip my first cat because I never let my cats outside. Yeah. And then I don't know. Something happened. COVID like fucking. I don't know. COVID upset me and, you know, Washington being such a shit place and being oh, so, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? And it kind of did some, just some hard times for my family and the cat, you know what I mean? I mean, it was, it was hard. It um, was a whole thing. It was a whole fucking thing. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I think I've kind of given you all my commentary on a lot of things. I mean, aside from, <laughs> Uh, how I feel about, you know, also, I, you know, anything. I mean, I've got a lot of opinions and you just have to ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're Gen the, X, very opinionated. <laughs> you're the host. That's true. Very ridiculous. Yeah. I hope I didn't say anything. Be I, you know what? It's it. Gen <laughs> Don't call the episode Gen X as the R word, but you should. <laughs> <laughs> because it's true. It's hilarious. Yeah, I'll just I'll just change the name of the episode to "Getting Retarded with Gen X." So. Oh my God, I love it! I love <laughs> it. That's hilarious. That is so good. Well, so. as you said, that's probably a good place to uh, drop it off this evening. Uh, Jen, go ahead and drop all your plugs. I think you've only got the one though, but that's okay. <laughs> I I don't have any plugs. I mean, no yeah, plugs. I, I have Twitter. Yeah, at Gen X Pub on Twitter. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's it. Go. Yeah, I would say go check out her fleets, but that's no more anymore. So. Can't, no, can't look at those anymore. <laughs> I post a lot of pictures, though. I do. Yes, yes, you do. You do post yeah. quite a bit. So yeah, and, you know, I'm I'm interesting. I get. I mean, I'm weird. I don't know. 
Whatever you think. It's you're not true. the weirdest person I know on Twitter, but yeah, I mean, you're up there. At least the top 10. <laughs> I'm one of your favorite people. Yes, of course. <laughs> thank you. Well, right. yes, you're one of mine too. So thank you. It's been fun, Eric. I'd like to do it again anytime for sure. Awesome. I'd love to have you back sometime. Right. Yeah. All right, folks. And there she goes. Gen X. You can find all of her stuff uh, down below because I'll have the show notes and everything updated uh, later. And also, if you want to check out some of my stuff, including my sub stack that I was alluding to earlier, that's all down in the show notes as well. Hey, guys, it's been uh, it's been fun doing these little live streams and everything, uh, like interacting with the audience and everything. So we might uh, be doing this a little bit more going on. So anyways, guys, thank you for uh, checking out this episode. We'll come at you next time with a brand new episode of Rebel with a Cause. Out. <laughs>